Hello, it's Dana Damara. Welcome to Evolve Your Soul series, episode number 13. Manifest is the theme. Um, I love this theme. I It's so lined up with the new moon in Virgo, and I literally 15 minutes ago just got done recording the um, <coughs> new moon. So I'm still in the flow and I thought, okay, I'm going to make myself a little cup of tea and I'm just going to keep going. So if you hear me pause every now and again, it's because my throat hurts and I am taking sips of my tea. Um, but I'm very much full of inspiration. So thank you so much for being here. Okay, so like we do with Evolve Your Soul series, you know, I'll say it again, I say it every time. Um, if you're driving, please don't um, don't close your eyes. <laughs> but if you aren't driving, then please make sure you're in a comfortable seat. Close your eyes, find a place where you can be completely present and still to this moment in time. Um, <clears throat> I never know exactly what I'm going to say. I don't even really write out notes anymore. I just come to a place of stillness amidst all the chaos and minutia of my life. And so I'm just going to ask the same of you. So whatever you needed to do later, you can do it later. Whatever you needed to do earlier, it'll get done. Don't worry. Just drop everything. Take maybe three, four, five long, deep breaths. <clears throat> Excuse me, just being in your space of stillness, of presence, presence with the breath, even presence with your thoughts, but just allowing them to um, kind of melt away, I guess, for lack of a better word. And so here we are at episode 13. In this moment in time, we are on the precipice of a new moon in Virgo. And um, when you're listening to it, I don't know if you, when you're going to listen to it. So I don't know if that's true for you now, but I'll tell you right now that before I, um, before I get going too far, I'm going to make sure that I don't bring in a lot of this new moon uh, information, although the two are very much related. If you are interested in the new moon recording and you want to know about the astrology, just go to 13moonmystic.com and I talk all about the uh, moon and the transits and what's happening right now. But I will tell you it's a very powerfully creative new moon that's asking us to manifest our wildest dreams, which means that if we haven't already during the times of the eclipses and the reflection, if we haven't gone back and reviewed and reflected, um, we, might, we might not be ready, fully ready to um, create that which we desire because there's still some clutter in our closet. So I would say just take some review and reflect and really begin asking yourself, what am I, what am I here for? What am I ready for? All those sorts of things. Um, but listen to the new moon um, recording if that appeals to you. The first time you subscribe, it is free. So um, feel free to do that. Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about this word manifest, okay? And 
I've been talking about it a lot in class this week, so it is very much um, it is very much in my repertoire of conversation. What I've been talking about all week, the word manifest is interesting to me. You know, um, I hear people say all the time, and I, I'm guilty of it too. Uh, I want to manifest this, and I want to manifest that, and I want to manifest this, and oh, look at me! I totally manifested that. You know, when we say. I want to bring such and such into my life and then it shows up and we go, wow, look at that. I manifested it. I'm such a magic manifester. And oddly enough, that was actually uh, one of my Burning Man names in 2015. It was magic manifester. <laughs> um, because I am a manifester, I do, I do understand the power of our words. And what I want to say at, at the very onset of this whole recording is that you're always manifesting. Like every second of every day, you are creating the next step in your life. So, um, and, and you're either doing that unconsciously or consciously. When we're doing it consciously, we're like, oh my God, I totally manifested that. When we're doing it unconsciously, we're more like, how the hell did that happen? I didn't, I, I, I don't know how that happened to me. How, how did I get here? Why did this happen? You know, because things happen in our life because of our thoughts, because of our emotions, because of our connection or lack of connection to our power. Okay, so, um, and there's, there's so, this is such a deep topic for me because there, there's a whole other thing I, I want to talk about too. And, and this was taught to me years ago by a woman by the name of Tosha Silver, and she is, um, an astrologist, well, I don't know if she'd call herself an astrologist anymore, but in my mind, she is like a master of astrology and of goddess work. And she taught me, whether she knows it or not, how to bring those two together. And one thing, one takeaway I have from her is that, you know, we can sit there and we can say, I'm creating my life, I'm creating my life, and I have the tools to create my life. And we do, we totally do. Like, you know, we have the power to say, I desire this in my life. And there's two things that have to happen though. One is we have to be conscious of it and we have to be in right relationship with God, with soul, with source, with the divine, which means if we're trying to manifest or bring something into our life because we feel like A, it's missing, B, we deserve it, C, we're motivated by, you know, recognition, appreciation, or, you know, love, then sure, we might bring it in. We'll probably totally bring it into our life, but is it the right thing? Is it really what's right for us? And what Tosha taught me years ago is that even though we are manifesting and we're creating in our life, the bigger picture is that um, we're actually co-creating with the divine. And so if we don't come from a place of giving it up to the divine, then we're not manifesting anything at all. We're just wielding our sword in this life as a human being, not understanding the power of our connection with God. So I just, I want to say that because um, I've gone through many evolutions of how I explain um, and how I come to know, I should say, manifestation. And look, there may be some other more evolved perception that I don't know about yet, but I'm just going to share with you what I feel in my heart to be true. So a couple of things about manifesting is that you're always creating in your whole entire life. Like you are 
creating the next thing. You are creating what happens to you. And there's a biological, chemical uh, way to explain it as well. And I, I believe I learned this from Bruce Lipton, although I could be wrong. I can't remember. But I, um, hang on. I, um, Bruce Lipton wrote a couple of really great books. One of them was Biology of the Mind. And I think it was him that's, that, that taught me that when the first uh, thought you have when you wake up in the morning, like your brain is so powerful, like you have these thoughts, right? And your brain goes on this transmitter and it transmits whatever out into the universe. And your brain the rest of the day will continue to find a match for that thought until you disrupt the thought. So if you're like, I don't, um, you know, oh my God, this is going to be such a terrible day, or oh my God, I'm so pissed off at my spouse, or oh my God, I don't want to, whatever. You know, if you come out with any of that negativity, the rest of your day is going to follow that suit. The rest of your day is going to look for things that, that support and sustain that thought for it to be true. And so this is what I find so interesting. So there's a large majority of people on this planet right now that get up and go to work and do the same thing every day. They wake up, that might be you. I'm not saying it's bad or wrong, so don't judge me right away or even what I'm going to say. Um, but uh, there's a large majority of people that do that. So think about what that's like for a second. If you're waking up every day in the same place, with the same person, going to the same job, making the same cup of coffee, doing everything the same every day, you may have a lot of unconscious thoughts during your day because you're not, you're just like on this autopilot right? And, and especially don't judge yourself if this is you, because like I said, there's nothing wrong with it. I just want to bring awareness to it, right? Then there's other people who will wake up and they're like, hmm, and I have friends like this. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I'm a little envious, <laughs> um, but, but not really, um, that will wake up and they'll go, hmm, what am I going to do today? Well, I'm definitely not going to answer my phone or pick up my phone until I take an hour in meditation and I'm going to connect with the divine. And then I'm going to go for a swim. And then I'm going to go for a run. And then I'm going to come home and I'm going to have my superfood drink. And then I'll pick up my phone. You know, it's like 10, 30, 11 o'clock, right? And those people are complete opposite as far as brain waves go. In their connection so their their connection is with God with source with the divine with quiet with stillness with self you know so I find that there's um, a sweet combination of both I find that we can find a sweet combination of both because the mind like structure too you know and and sometimes it's it's slightly challenging to just live by the wayside of well, I'm just going to wake up and see what happens today. And that's how I'll know what's going to happen. Well, how do most people function like that? That's kind of, that's kind of challenging to quote unquote manifest everything. So, and then the other one is, well, I'm going to go to this job every single day and then I'm going to make, 
you know, X amount of dollars. I'm going to hit this much time and a half. And then I'm going to kiss my boss's ass and I'm going to get a raise. And then in five years from now, I'm going to make tenure, you know, whatever. I don't even know the verbiage for all of that, but you, you see what I'm saying? So these, these mind structures work in very different ways. And I have no science to back this up. This is just me saying how I feel. Okay. So we have this, this, um, mind structure of how we function in the world as people. I believe that there is some place in between those two where we're very grounded, we're very focused on our thoughts, we're very much in acknowledgement and appreciation and understanding of our connection to God, source, divine, goddess, whatever you want to call it, our universal power, our universal light, right? And we find ways as human beings functioning on this planet to continue to connect. If we're too far left or too far right, so to speak, we're only using a portion of our humanity and only a portion of our um, divinity. Oh, I like that. I'm glad I'm recording this because that's a really cool statement. <laughs> so I feel um, that there's a space in between. And I feel like there's rituals that can bring us to a very deep place of connection. And I want to say this too, um, you know, I, I, first of all, when you subscribe to my newsletter uh, at danajamara.com, you get some fun rituals that I send out um, when you subscribe. And they come, I think, once a week for five weeks. I'm not sure. Um, but my point is, is that there are things that I've, learned to do every single morning and it helps me connect and at the same time I've also had to switch them up because sitting on my butt every single morning on my meditation cushion isn't doing all the things that I want to do for myself I love to 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 run the stairs I love to um, go for a walk I love to go into the ocean I love to practice hot yoga, you know, so I've had to divide my time to be able to meet these needs. But the point is, is that every morning before I talk to anyone, before I wake up my kids, I do something for myself. And so that's been my saving grace. So I have on my website at danademora.com. If you just subscribe to my newsletter, you'll get, um, emails sent to you automatically. Um, but I find that these rituals, what happens is when we have this massive toolbox of rituals, we can pick what's going to work for us throughout the day. And the intention is always the same. How can I be of deepest service today? Please, God, show me the way to be of deepest service and allow me to manifest, you know, this connection with you so that I understand with deep clarity my purpose. Okay which is beautiful. Love it. And I have a 14 and a 16 year old that are like, mom, I need you to go to Target. I need you to go to Office Depot. Hey, where's my ASB card? Can you come and pick me up early? No, I don't want to go to volleyball. Oh my God, you have no groceries in the fridge. Like there's just this constant stream of things that will continually take me off my Zen divine goddess. Like Oh God, please, you know, point me in the right direction. And then I got teenagers who love me deeply, 
and will throw me for a loop, okay? That's their job. They're supposed to do that. They're supposed to. And I'm supposed to find my center, right? Um, we all have whatever that is, whether it's our job, our, there's something in our life that tests that connection to God. All of us. It tests our connection to our ability to re-hyphen member who we are and how deeply we are connected to everything that is. So I invite you as homework to connect with whatever that is that sometimes throws you off your center because it's throwing you off your center to bring you back to center. And it's the bestest gift that you have. Okay? So, back to manifesting. So I have this other friend um, who lives in San Rafael. Actually, I don't know if she lives in San Rafael anymore. Um, her name was Jen Healy. And I remember when I first met her, when I moved to San Francisco, first of all, some of you know this, some of you don't. When I moved to San Francisco, I had nowhere to live, like literally. I was staying on people's couches. I was um, house-sitting for people, for some of my yoga students. I, I didn't have my daughters with me at the time. They were still with their dad. And um, I was trying to make sure that uh, this was going to be a great place for us to live. And it was beautiful for quite some time. Um, so I was, you know, couch surfing at 40-some years old, which was just very humbling, I will say, and freeing at the same time. Um, so I remember meeting this woman. I, I, I had said in my meditation, first of all, I literally carried from house to house um, my vision boards that I had made. And at the top of one of them, um, it said, get control of your life. And it had a picture of both my daughters at the top. And then it had all these pictures of what I wanted my home to look like, you know. And um, it didn't have to be exactly like that, but they were just these images, right? So I carried that around everywhere I went, and it, would, it was on a piece of um, poster board that I could roll up. And then I also carried around a Kuan Yin statue. <laughs> God, <laughs> what a mess. <laughs> and um, I also had a little Kuan Yin in my car and she was actually glued to my um, dashboard at the time and I had rose quartz and obsidian in my car too to keep me safe so this is like how I functioned right like just trying to find my way and um, I would look at that poster board every day and I would chant every day and I said to myself one day I'm gonna find a house like the house is here and this is what it looks like and I drew out you know, what it was that I wanted it to look like. And I had all these like quote unquote criteria and I would just think about it every day. And before I would go to bed, I would look at my, my, um, uh, vision board and I would listen to this universal love CD and I would go to sleep and I would wake up and I'd do it again over and over again every day. That was my ritual. And then one day I'm at yoga tree in Corte Madera, which is no longer there, but it was why I moved there in the first place. And I, I'm in the bathroom and there's this beautiful girl, like she was so beautiful, long blonde hair, blue eyes, green eyes, something like that. Anyways, I said, um, what's your name? She said, oh, I'm Jen Healy. I said, oh, I'm Dana. Oh, she's like, she's like, oh, you're the Dana that just moved here. I said, yeah. She's like, hey, I, 
did you find a place to live yet? And I said, I haven't. And she said, well, you know, maybe you should come and check out this room I have for rent. So the next day I go over there and this house is exactly, exactly what I had envisioned. Exactly. So did I manifest that house? Maybe. Did I put effort and energy into it? Yes. Did I allow it to happen and not worry about it? Yes. So I never ever was like, oh my God, what's going to happen? Holy shit. What if I don't find a place to live? Where am I going to be with my girls? Never did I worry about that. Never. Not one time. I always trusted that I was going to be taken care of. Always. Always. My girls came to visit me at Christmas time. I'd only been there for a month. I had nowhere to live yet. And this uh, woman, Danielle, said, hey, we're going to Tahoe. Would you watch our house and our dog in Mill Valley? And I said, absolutely. My girls are coming. So we had access to this beautiful home with a beautiful Christmas tree that they had put up. I, you know, and we had the most amazing Christmas in Mill Valley. So... But I never, the point is, is that I never worried. I was never concerned. I wasn't out like, you know, oh my God, what am I going to do? I trusted. I gave it up to God. And that is what we do when we manifest. We surrender. We surrender to this idea that what we desire is already existing in another parallel universe or in, you know, in, it's, if it's in our thoughts, it's already there somewhere. It's in our universe somewhere. We just haven't created the tangibility of it yet for whatever reason. We're grasping. We're saying, I want it to look like this. It's going to look like that. I have no flexibility around it. Um, I'm worried. What if I don't find it? Oh my God, I wish I had this. What am I going to do? And it won't come. It just won't come. I talk to a lot of people, and, and including myself, I used to be like this. I'm not like this as much anymore. Every now and again, I'll catch myself. But um, partnership, oh my God. I, I talk to women and men alike. I just desire a partner so much. I just, why isn't it happening? I go on these dates. I swipe left. I swipe right. I go on a date and blah, 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 blah. Well, because you're grasping. You're, you're like, I don't have that. I need that. That's not how you manifest. You, you turn to the goddess Lakshmi and say, oh, my om, you know, om Sri maha Lakshmi namaha. I have infinite amounts of abundance. I have everything I could ever want. I have everything I could ever need. Therefore, thank you, Lakshmi, for bestowing upon me so much that I can just give well, everything I have because I know that what I truly desire is already here and available to me, you know? And so, but, but we come to it from this really weird place of like wanting, 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 wanting. So I want to make sure we put that energy out there and understanding of um, manifest, you know, manifest this, manifest that, manifest this, manifest that. I wrote about manifestation in my um, book, Alms from the Mat, and I don't have a copy in front of me right now, otherwise I would quote, um, quote it. Uh, but, you know, I, I know that I probably wrote the same thing that I'm about to say. A as a reminder, we are manifesting at every moment. 
And if you aren't aware of that, then my invitation is to get very aware of your thoughts, very aware of not just your thoughts, but your emotions behind your thoughts. So years ago, I read um, Ask and You Shall Receive by um, Abraham Hicks. And I listened to Abraham Hicks for years when I was going through my divorce. Well, actually, it was when I was considering going through divorce. I wasn't sure what to do. And so I started on this path of yoga and meditation and practice as prayer and um, listening to very uplifting um, people. And Abraham Hicks was one of them. And if you haven't listened to Abraham Hicks, and if you've never heard of Abraham Hicks, I would say just get it on you know iTunes or whatever. I don't even know. I used to own the CDs. And so I put all the CDs on my computer and then put them in iTunes. So I, I still listen to them every now and again. But the whole philosophy is understanding that your emotions behind the thoughts are actually creating your reality. So... For example, if I were to say, um, if I were to write out, um, I um, forgive my father, right? And underneath it, I'm still really pissed, but I just keep writing it out like a hundred times like they used to do in school. And then you so write it out a hundred times and then you'll feel that way. That's not true. That doesn't happen. I, I don't think so. You have to have that feeling behind of whatever it is that you're writing, the feeling has to be there. Because if the feeling isn't there, you're not creating it. You're, we're creating from a place, we're manifesting from a place that is, is, is in a direct link with our emotions, with our chakra system. So if you don't understand your chakra system and you don't understand your emotions and you're completely out of tune or you've shoved those emotions down a lot, then guess what? You are going to be manifesting from a place that is completely unconscious and you're going to go, how the hell did I get here? And I'm going to say your emotions got you here and you weren't paying attention. Like I've been down that road every now and again, I catch myself and I go, whoa, whoa, how did I get here? This is weird. Oh my God. I so wasn't paying attention. And it usually happens for me in relationship with people and not always just men. I mean, there's women too that I've had relationship with where the underlying premise for the relationship was out of alignment with who I really was, okay? So look at the relationships that you have and ask yourself, do I have an agenda with this relationship? What's my agenda behind this relationship? And am I manifesting from a place that isn't really in true alignment? Like, do I like this person because they're hot? Do I want this person around me because she knows everyone? And she's really, really rad and she's super popular, you know, like, and I know that sounds silly, but I'm just using this example so that you can see what I'm trying to say. So then we get into a relationship and then we go, oh, whoa, this relationship isn't anything I wanted. Well, because you weren't in right relationship with yourself when you manifested it. So you might say, oh yeah, I totally called that guy into my life. Isn't it great? I totally called him in. Well, but if you're not really ready for it or you're not really manifesting from a place of I'm so full that I am, I'm, I am, I'm manifest my own self, <laughs> you know, if you're, if you're, if you're calling out or sending out the, 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 the nets or the, 
claws or the whatever <laughs> to to nab on to something that is out of alignment with the underlying divine knowledge that you already have everything you need, want, desire, could use in your life, then you, it's going to blow up in your face at some point or another. There has to always be a divine connection to God, to the divine, to the heart space, to the underlying knowledge that, that there's every, everything you already want, need, desire is already present. So if there's any agenda, and, and we all do it, all of us. So if there's anybody out there that says this never happened to me, I want them to call me because I need to learn from them. Because we all slip up, all of us. Every single person on this planet slips up. I listen to Adi Shanti sometimes, actually quite often, and he'll say how he's made, you know, these, I've done this and I've done that, and I go, oh, thank God, thank you for being vulnerable and transparent because... We all need to understand that we're human. And our job is to come back to source and remember that we're connected. So back to manifesting, right? So continuing to manifest from a place that is true, right, and real with who we are. So there's, there's two lines of, well, there's more than two, but I'm just going to talk about two. There's two lines, currents of energy in the body. Okay, there's more than two, but just for sake of argument or sake of discussion, um, there's two currents. Um, one goes from the crown of the head down to the earth, and that one is called the current of manifestation. And then the one, uh, there's one that comes up from the feet to the crown, and that's called current of liberation. And I talk about this in my chakra class, okay, in my chakra workshop and in teacher training. But I'm going to give you a little snippet. So the idea is this. Okay? The current of liberation is, is a deep understanding and awareness that we are highly connected to the earth and we are these earth people walking around in our earth suits functioning as earth people. We're connecting, we're feeling, we're processing, we're aging, we're you know, moving through life, we're, we're functioning on this, by this gravitational pull to the earth. Okay? And um, we have to keep coming back to the idea that there is this current that connects us to God. So we aren't just this body. We aren't just this functioning human being that gets in the car, you know, wakes up every morning, turns on the espresso machine, makes a cup of coffee, you know, packs a lunch, makes sandwiches for the kids, kisses the husband or wife goodbye, and then goes off to work. Like we're not just that. But we get so ingrained in that that we forget. And then we're not liberated. We're, we're very much... Um, um, like so rooted that we have, we don't look up. And that's my fear actually. And I will use the word fear with the phone. We're looking down so much and we're crouched over our phone. I do it. I freaking do it. My friend Mike caught me the other day. I was posting something. He was standing in front of my car. I was parked on the side of the road. He was standing in front of my car waving at me. And I was so in my phone posting something. I didn't even see him. He finally came up to me and he's like, dude, what are you doing? You know, so we all do it, right? So we get this, this like tunnel vision of like, I'm, I'm just this human. I have these plans. I have these things that I need to do, right? And then we forget about that current of liberation that sends us up to God, okay? So we need to continually remember, I am connected. And that is, that's Tosha. That's Tosha Silver's whole thing. Like we are so connected to God. I'm this human being, but I am so connected, 
And so we check in with that energy all the time before we just go and go, oh, I'm going to manifest this. We're like, is this in alignment with who I am? When my, when my girls were um, wanting to um, go live with their dad, okay, I was devastated. And some of you know me and you knew that hell that I was going through. Like, it was so awful. It was worse for me than my divorce because they're my babies, and I was being separated from them before I felt was ready, before anybody in this relationship was ready, I felt. And I had to let go of that whole, what I felt to be true, right and real. And the only meditation that got me through the ability to let go was like, if this is the way it's supposed to be, and this is like for highest and best good, then okay. And I remember a couple of my girlfriends going, you are so full of it. How can you even say that? And I was like, I have to. Because it, it, who am I to know what's true, right, and real for them? They have a soul. Both my daughters have their own soul. And even when I say it, I want to cry because it's like, oh, as a human, like, oh, I want to just attach to them. I want them to still cuddle with me in my bed, and they never do <laughs> anymore. Um, I, I have my own karmic issues with their dad, and so I'm like, that's just unfair. That's not right. You know, Who am I to say that? I don't, I don't know. I only know from my own perspective. But when I get into that, my face down, head down, this is the way it's supposed to be, I can't manifest shit. I'm just in, in a mode that, where I'm thinking that I know it all. And I'm in my lower three chakras and I have no ability to connect to the divine. So I had to pull myself up to the divine and go, okay, I'm giving it up to you. I'm giving it up to you. And thanks to Ricky Byers Beckwith, Michael Beckwith's wife years ago, um, she taught me the power of giving it up to God. Let go, let God. Let go, let God, let go, let God, let go, let God. So that's that current of liberation. Now we have the current of manifestation that comes from the crown of the head down to the feet. And so it's like this idea that comes from God and then being able to manifest and turn it into a reality and go, oh my God, I have this great idea and I'm going to talk about it and I'm going to think about it and I'm going to put it into my heart and then whoop, it never manifests. You know, you know those people who go, oh my God, I have these great ideas and then they just can't quite get them off the ground. There's some blockage. There's such a vata, such a connection they're so high in the ethereal um, and they they don't have the ability for whatever reason it is there's so many reasons it could be to turn that into manifestation to turn it into something to create it into something um, I've learned to surround myself with people who know how to do certain things that I don't know how to do because otherwise I I wouldn't be creating anything I'd be just flopping around <laughs> So there's these two cords of energy, these two flows of energy that are going through us all the time. So just understand that. Understand that so that you can connect deeply to both of them and know when to tune up one and when to dial down the other and vice versa. Um, so yeah, this whole idea of manifestation is a, is a beautiful one for me. I, I love talking about this. I love it. I love it. I love it so much. And um it's it's we we have the power to create our life we really do like we are created in every moment but you better be clear i remember listening to uh 
Oh God, John John Arasafat. I don't remember. I'm so sorry. I know I said his name wrong. And please forgive me. Um, he was on the when the secret first came out, and that was such a hype, you know. But he was talking about when you're manifesting, you better be clear. Like, don't just say, "I want to have a cheeseburger," for example, because then you're just gonna get like a cheeseburger. Say, you know, I would like a grass-fed burger done medium well, I don't even eat meat, with um, goat cheese and a sesame bun and tomatoes, lettuce, and pickle, you know? So his, the whole concept was, obviously, it's very easy to, to see what I'm trying, the point I'm trying to make. Be very clear with the universe, you know? And then you have to let it go. You have to say, if this cheeseburger is in the best and highest good of everyone involved in this moment in time, then so be it. And if it's not, then give me the foresight or the, the first of all, the ability to surrender and not grasp or grip. And then give me the foresight and the understanding and the knowledge and the deep intuition to fall into what does. And, and be true, right, and real within my own self. And that's really the prayer. You know, so I just want to be really clear about manifesting. You know, manifesting is, is we're doing it every second. Every second, our thoughts and our emotions underneath those thoughts are creating everything in our life. Everything. And they show up as the people that piss you off. They show up as the people that love you. They show up as... Um, the ease and grace in which you experience life or the struggle in which you experience life. So all of it is relatable. You know? So just pay attention. It shows up as pain in the body. Where are you experiencing pain? Is it chronic? Is it acute? What's happening? Pay attention. Be aware. Be aware. Be aware of when you're distracted. Be aware of when you're too focused on one thing and you, you're not looking up. You know, like know the difference between the two. Know when to be flexible, know when to be firm. Just this whole like game that we play, this gift that we have as human beings on this planet. We get to have that cognitive awareness to direct our ship, our, our earth suit. So my invitation is to direct it in a way that brings you the most enlightenment and love and grace and gratitude in this life, you know? Um, so I think, I think that's it. I, I don't know if I have anything else I could say. Go to my website and sign up, danademara.com, and sign up and you'll get those um, rituals that, and they'll be delivered to your um, inbox. You can also um, go to 13 Moon Mystic. And it's going to ask you for your email. You're going to go, I want to hear about the new moon. And it's going to say, you have to have an account. And then um, you're going to have to put your email in. But the first one's always free. Now that's probably going to end after the new year. So if you haven't gotten in yet, try it now. Because then I'm, I'm not doing that next year. Because it's a lot of work. Um, I'm raising the bar a little bit on the work that I put out there in the world. Um, but I'm going to remain true to my commitments and do it this way for the rest of the year. Um, but I would say go to 13 Moon Mystic and check out the moon and the, the cycle that it's in and how it relates to you. 
And then get quiet. Just get quiet. Get really quiet and ask what is true and right and real for me in this moment in time. You know, it's one of the best things we can all do for ourselves right now. Okay, that's it. I'm super grateful. That was fun. I thought it was going to be a lot harder than it was. And then I sat down and was like, this is going to be exciting. And it was. Um, so that was a nice long one. Usually they're about 20 minutes. Sometimes I have a lot to say. Sometimes not so much. I appreciate you listening. This is Dana Damara, Evolve Your Soul series. Um, please feel free to share with your friends um, if you like it. Please feel, to leave, feel free to leave me a review if you like it. Um, and I hope I see you somewhere on the mat. I'm, I'm here, based here in Encinitas, so I, I teach a lot here, but I'm also up in San Fran, uh, Sedona, Bali. Uh, got a few retreats coming up, so hopefully I'll see you somewhere. All right, have such a beautiful day. Namaste.